Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, number one from Marvel Comics. I'd like to give a shout out to my latest $5 patron, BasedB29. That's uh, BasedB29 on Twitter. B-A-S-E-D-B-E-E-2-9. Go check out his Twitter profile. Give him a follow. Check out his stuff. Thank you so much, BasedB29, uh, for your $5 contribution. It's very cool. And if you, too, would like to contribute to the podcast, to my videos about comic books, Magic the Gathering, etc., don't forget to head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Let's get the episode started. So we have the latest Spider-Character comic, uh, Spider-Gwen making her return. This would be like Volume 3, I suppose. There was the original Volume 1 that happened after her popularity uh, exploded after Edge of Spider-Verse number 2, her first introduction. That was a 6 or 7 issue series that then after the last Secret Wars was reset back to issue 1, and that one went on to 20, no, 34, 33 issues or so, which is weird that they didn't uh, keep numbering it with a legacy numbering. So this is like volume three, I suppose. It's a big old tie-in with Spider-Geddon, the latest uh, spider-themed event at Marvel. Now, I don't want to be a curmudgeonly comic book fan and I think there's a place for everyone to enjoy comic books uh, I'm just gonna give it the benefit of the doubt but I was used to the pre- the, cre- the previous creative team uh, that worked on Spider-Gwen I, I read the whole series uh, volume 1 volume 2 I really enjoyed the art and story by them the previous creative team was was amazing I thought the uh, art was just tremendous it was very luminous Um, great anatomy and style. He really made it his own. And the writer was also excellent. Um, That was a great series. I felt it kind of got a little too dark by the end. What with the Venom symbiote um, possessing Gwen and all of that and her darkest desires and all of that. I was kind of surprised that the series ended. But it looks like Marvel has big plans for Spider-Gwen, which now they are calling Ghost Spider, which I don't know how I feel about that. Spoiler alert, actually, I don't like it. But again, um, there's room for everyone to enjoy the comics, and they're still trying to figure out what to call her. Because in the beginning it says, No matter the ups or downs, whenever danger calls, Gwen Stacy answers as Spider-Gwen. And they go through various parts in the comic where they kind of make fun of that. Is she Spider-Woman, Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, etc.? Uh, Anyway, so this is from the latest series. The creative team is writer Shannon McGuire, artist Rosie Kamp, color artist Ian Herring, letterer VCs Clayton Cowles, who does return to the series, and cover artist Bengal. There's several variants with uh, Andrew Robinson, Paolo Rivera, and Ji Hyung Lee. I actually got the Sujin Jo cover, which is a great cover that also features... Um, the classic Spider-Gwen costume with a lot of dynamic action, webs. This is actually a virgin art cover, which it seems like a lot of the comics are doing nowadays. They're removing the trade dress, uh, even the title of the comic. You don't know what you're buying. Well, of course you do if you bought it. 
uh, but this is a completely virgin cover. Spider-Gwen jumping at you, great pose, beautiful background, shades of the previous artist, but the artist making it their own. The interior art by Campy is also very good. It has a lot of um, callbacks to the world and the style that Rodriguez created. So there's that familiar aspect of it. The plot at the moment is trying to establish things. I think they're trying to walk a fine line between what came before and what will come because we get some expository text at the beginning from the editor as well as from Gwen herself. At the beginning of the book, as a teenager, Gwen Stacy was bitten by a mutated spider and transformed. The bite granted her amazing powers, a precognitive awareness of danger, adhesive fingertips and toes, and the proportional speed and strength of a spider. She had run-ins with super spies, ninjas, and mad scientists. She fought government agents, traversed dimensions, and even served some time behind bars. It's been a complicated couple of years, but no matter the ups or downs, Whenever danger calls, Gwen Stacy answers as Spider-Gwen. Gwen herself kind of talks to herself in the beginning about the uh, what she's had to do to survive and, and missing being a, a superhero. Uh, there's kind of a little bit of a jab here. My name is Gwen Stacy. You may also know me as Spider-Woman or Spider-Gwen. So again, I like the name Spider-Gwen, I guess it doesn't make sense in the mythology, but her identity is completely revealed in this dimension. So I sort of feel like they're pushing and pulling the powers that be between the name of the character Spider-Woman, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Ghost-Spider, Spider-Ghost. Um, they're kind of pulling back and forth. We have uh, Spider-Gwen doing a little bit of uh, saving some citizens meeting with Harry Osborn, which I'm trying to remember, what was the last plot that happened with him? Didn't he turn into the lizard and was in Madripoor or something? And here they're kind of back like everything is normal. I don't know, did I miss something? Spider-Ham makes an appearance, they jump through dimensions. Yes, there's a lot of dimension hopping with Spider-Gwen, which I kind of didn't like too much in the original series. I wanted him to stay on Earth-65. But there's a lot of dimension hopping because of the Inheritors, evil vampiric vampiric characters that uh, were basically killing all the spider people of the various dimensions. Well, there's a big confusion here because Spider-Gwen and Spider-Ham jump through this portal and then it suddenly is very disorienting. Gwen thinks, mm, what happened? Where are Spider-Ham and the others? I was, we were trying to stop Doc Ock from doing something and then, oh no, the Inheritors, they're back. So this is tying into Spider-Geddon 1 and 2, so I guess you needed to stop on page 12 or whatever, go read Spider-Geddon 1 and 2, and then come back to this page. Very disorienting, and apparently uh, some of the Spider-Mens of that dimension uh, get killed, I guess. Uh, so anyway, uh, we she teleports to some other Earth that she doesn't know what's going on, and basically she has to go um, meet the uh, either Tony Stark or Reed Richards of this dimension and figure out how to get back out of this dimension to her dimension and so forth. There's a brand new villain that appears, uh, seems to be like a young Green Goblin-esque type of character. Uh, she uh, fights Spider-Gwen for a while, there's some cool action. Again, art is good, uh, good posing and anatomy. There's a full page 
sort of action splash page with the kid goblin coming at Gwen. Very exciting. During the battle, there's a little bit of a uh, uh, symbiont uh, trying to uh, take over Gwen. But if you read the previous uh, series, you see that they're sort of like in actual symbiosis. They're not battling each other internally. The battle ends abruptly with a familiar face making an appearance. And then there's like a beautiful um, shoujo style ending with someone crying and realizing something. It's with some great close-ups. I really like that ending. Uh, that ending page to be continued. At the end of the book, there is a checklist of all of the Spider-Geddon stories that are happening. There's a lot of them. They're tying all together with Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Girls, Spider-Geddon, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Force, Vault of Spiders. Honestly, I think it's a little too much leaning on the whole spider universe thing and again i don't want to sound like a curmudgeonly old comic fan which i am uh but like again i'm very open to a variety of stories uh for everyone to enjoy um my wallet is not a fan of it however because there's just way too much to buy i'm keeping it simple and i'm only buying one or two spider comics i'm not going for them all and i'm i know i'm gonna miss out and you know everyone hates fomo but uh, i'm only gonna check out spider-man and spider gwen but uh more power to you if you follow the whole thing so in all the book was good i liked the art I think the story was hampered a little bit in trying to set up uh, the plot of this new series plus the big series of, of a, the big event of Spider-Geddon and uh, I hope it uh, kind of goes back to the roots of what the what was hinted in the original volumes of Spider-Gwen, an angsty teenager uh, that gets these powers from the female perspective and um, just a kind of a, like really twisted up version of the of the uh, Earth 616 that we know of the regular Marvel Universe, but it's the Earth 65 version with little tweaks everywhere. I liked that. So this week I read Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider number one from Marvel Comics. If you enjoyed the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos, where you can get access to the exclusive video version of the podcast with extra stuff not heard in the audio. For a dollar a month, you can get access to the exclusive stuff. And when you go up to higher tiers, you get even more stuff. Get comic books mailed to you or magic cards or shout-outs and all that cool stuff. It's all there on patreon.com slash vmcampos. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.